Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a So Violentoso Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy los llevaremos a Buenos Aires, Argentina. La falta de dinero y querer que su familia tuviera un techo donde vivir empujó a Emilia Basil a involucrarse con un hombre que con sus acosos y manipulación llevaron a Emilia a cometer un crimen. Esta es la historia de Emilia Basil, también conocida como la cocinera descuartizadora. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. researching a case for this epi episode, I found this case and it just sounded very familiar. Mm -hmm. Felt like I had heard about it somewhere. And as I kept looking into it, me di cuenta que había visto este episodio mm -hmm. en la serie de Mujeres Asesinas. Hell yeah, my favorite. Yes, I had <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Y esta, este caso también salió en la versión de Mujeres Asesinas en Argentina y Colombia. Yeah. Y, you know, this crime is so vicious, shocking, like, horrendous, sickening. I mean, the list can go yeah. on and on. Yeah. Um, so you guys probably have heard about it. You've seen it. I think you've probably seen it as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, in these versions, they just change little things here and there. Mm -hmm. In the Mexican version, Emilia was selling tamales. Yeah. And in the, the one that I watched... In the Argentina one, she was selling, like, empanadas. 
Oh, wow. So okay. the same, the concept is there. The story is there. It's just different, different, different things here and there. Yeah. 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 Emilia Basil nació en Beirut, Líbano, el, en el año 1911. Se movió a Buenos Aires, Argentina, en el año 1940, en búsqueda, you know, she was just trying to find better opportunities. Yeah. Cuando llegó a Argentina, a Emilia la apodaron la turca. So that's how she was known, because of her nationality. Oh, okay. I was like, what does that even You're mean? You're like, where did, yeah, because yeah. of her nationality. <laughs> Ella le rentaba un cuarto a Dora Ramos. Y ahí fue donde Emilia aprendió unas palabras en español. So okay. Dora la, la enseñó. Yeah. Emilia también le ayudaba a Dora a, en la limpieza y en cocinar. Emilia pudo agarrar un trabajo en un frigorífico de carnes. So it's a meat refrigeration. Okay. Like the people that, where they hang, yeah. okay. you know. Yeah. The, the cow. And yeah. they're like cutting them. Yeah. So it's like basically meat. a butcher, basically. Yeah. yeah. So soon se llama un frigorífico. Y aunque a Emilia le dijeron que ese trabajo era para un hombre because yeah. of all the heavy work and yeah. um, she didn't care. She, a Emilia la describían como una mujer muy fuerte y trabajadora. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Entonces they're like, okay, we'll give you the job. Yeah. yeah, we'll give you the opportunity. Let's see how you do. Decían que ella trabajaba más duro que un hombre. Damn. Yeah. Wow, okay. They described her as like short, but like muscular. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. En este tiempo, Emilia tuvo diferentes amantes. Okay. Y todos usual, usualmente estaban casados. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, y ella estaba cansada de esto. Because yeah. she wanted to have, like, a... A family. Yeah, yeah, a stable relationship. Quería tener una familia. Entonces, 10 años después, ella conoció a Felipe Coronel Rueda. Mm -hmm. Un peruano. Y lo conoció en un bar. Y él fue el que se convirtió en su marido. Oh, wow, okay. Dicen que ella no, no le gustaba. She didn't really like him. Interesting, okay. Yeah, but the idea of having a family, you know, with all the men that she had been before, they already had their own family. Yeah. So she was all like, he can give me what I'm looking for. Okay, so it's more like, um, like she was like there for... Just kind of living out the dream and not so much the relationship she wishes she would have, basically. And I'm imagining in the in the beginning, maybe. Yeah. She probably liked them in the beginning, but then I guess time went on. She was like, hmm, like... So, I, I mean, no, nunca dijeron nada de la relación entre ellos dos, pero sí dijeron que al principio ella no estaba tan interesada en él, pero le interesaba lo que él le podía, pues... Ofrecer. Ofrecer, mm -hmm. ya. Yeah. Y Felipe ya conocía a Emilia porque él trabajaba en un restaurante. Y él era el que compraba las carnes. Okay. Entonces, cuando iba a comprar las carnes, miraba a Emilia ahí. Y él la miraba como que, very, like, interesting. You know, this woman, very strong, and mm -hmm. she's working in this environment. It really caught his, his attention. attention yeah. Entonces, de este matrimonio, Felipe y Emilia tuvieron tres hijas. Okay. Decidieron comprar una propiedad donde... In front of the propiedad, hicieron un restaurante. Okay. And they lived in the back part. In the back. back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Este restaurante lo, lo llamaron Yamil, which stands for beautiful. Oh, okay. And this restaurant was in la avenida Garay, en el barrio de San Cristóbal. So, behind the, like I said, it's the property, the restaurant in the front, and they lived in the back. So, mm -hmm. esta casa... 
era de Jose Pertreila. He was the owner. And when the family bought the property, they weren't able to pay everything. Yeah. So quedaron en una deuda. Okay. So iban a pagar, like that, in, like in pagos. Yeah. They were just going to give payments monthly. Yeah. Entonces, a uh, Jose Petreira, the owner, lo conocían como el Tano. Él estuvo de acuerdo, and the whole family was in a agreement that Tano, Jose, would live in the house. So he would be like, he had like his own room. Okay. Mientras pagaban las cuotas. Yeah. So that was just the, yeah, the, the agreement. agreement. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. It's kind of like rent to own kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you'll stay here and everything, but I'll live in the property to make sure that you're going to pay me. And then you pay it off and I'll leave, basically. Yeah, so he was just staying there. Like, yeah. they didn't find a problem with it. Like, he's there. Everything. Everything's good. Okay. En un principio, Amelia le iba bien en su negocio. Hasta tenía clientes del canal Tele 11. Pero no ganaba lo suficiente para pagar el pago like, de la cuota. Uh, yeah. Y Felipe, pues, tampoco no ganaba mucho, yeah. mucho dinero. Se estaban atrasando en los pagos. Y José, obviously, was, like, charging them, like, hey, what's going on? I need my money. Yeah. Pero Emilia se empezó a dar cuenta que como que José le atraía. Okay. She started noticing that he would look at her, like, through yeah. the... Through the window, like if she was cleaning, he would just be like peeking. Yeah. She noticed there was something there. Yeah. Not from her, her but him. But so. from him. Yeah. Yeah. Entonces, para no perder la casa, Emilia estuvo de acuerdo en acostarse con José. Wow. Y pagar las cuotas con sexo. Wow. Yeah. Because they weren't making money. Yeah. And she's all, her husband wasn't making anything, so she's like, I gotta... You know, yeah, she had to do what she needed to do. Yeah. Basically, yeah. 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 Lo de José um, se convirtió en obsesión. De la ella? De a ella, ja. And okay. he wanted to be with her, like, more often. Okay. Ya no era de, de vez en cuando. Like, he wanted to yeah. spend time with her. Remember, guys, they all live in the same house. Yeah. It's the three kids, the husband, Emilia, and José. Yeah. Who has his own little room. In the back corner, wherever. So they're all there. And Jose was, like, very... Aggressive towards her? Yeah, like, he, she could be at the restaurant, and she can be cutting or whatever, or they can be at the market, and he would, like, show up and sometimes get really close to her and, like, tell her, hey, um, ya sora, you know, like, para, yeah. you know. Yeah. And she was, uh, like, no, like, aquí no, like, my, my husband's here, like, they could see you. And he was just, he didn't really care. He didn't have any, like, sort of, like, respect for anybody. Of course not. He's sleeping with the wife. Yeah. 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 And, and a veces esto pasaba en la madrugada. So whenever, like, the kids would be sleeping and the husband would be sleeping, mm -hmm. ella se levantaba y se iba al cuarto de José. Yeah. Y ahí tenían relaciones. Um, en otras ocasiones, el restaurante podía estar abierto y José was like, hey. And she would have to, like go yeah and this kind of like made felipe the husband like what's going on like okay. he started like getting a guessing, little yeah like suspicious yeah. like sometimes jose would come really close to emilia le hablaba y el esposo se le acercaba y le decía porque 
Yeah, what's like, what's this idea? Like, yeah. why is he so close to you? Yeah. And she was all like, pues me vino a, a cobrar porque tú no pagas. Like, oh, wow. like, me está cobrando, me está diciendo, like, what's going on? And, but she would never say, admit. Yeah. Yeah. En una ocasión, Felipe was looking for Emilia mm -hmm. and he couldn't find her. He, she wasn't at the restaurant. Like, she was, he was calling for her y no la encontraba. Y va al cuarto de José. Uh-huh. They were in there. Both of them. Yeah. Emilia and Jose were in there. So Felipe entra y abre la puerta. Y in the, in the episodes of Mujeres Asesinas, se mira cuando ella pues tiene su, su calzón en el suelo uh -huh. y nada más lo patea. Yeah. Hacia abajo del buró. Yeah. Para que Felipe no lo mire. And she's pretending to like fix. be fixing stuff around the room. Yeah. And the husband's like, what are you doing in this man's room? Yeah. And she's just like, oh, lo estaba ayudando en, en yeah. limpiar, en arreglar. Like, he needed some help or he wasn't feeling good. So I was just helping him. Yeah. But to Felipe, that was, it was weird. Yeah, it was For odd. him, it was like, I think in this, yeah, ese punto, it's like, if you're helping him, ¿por qué está cerrada la puerta? Yeah, yeah. You get me? It's disrespectful yeah. to your husband. Like, yeah. okay, he's the owner and he's helping you guys. But if you're going to help him, why is the door closed? Yeah. Very suspicious. Yeah. So, Felipe started like, okay, something is going on. Emilia sentía que su esposo sabía lo que estaba pasando, mm -hmm. pero que no decía nada por conven conveniencia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. En la forma que pintan a Felipe, es como decir como que él no hacía nada para ayudar. Oh, okay. So you know, he wasn't providing for the household. Exactly. Okay. Like, no hacía nada, no hacía mucho para ayudar, no... Like, he really wasn't helping. Like, he was more of complaining. Yeah. Oh, we need to make these payments. Oh, ya llegaron el pago del mes y no tenemos y... But he, he was, didn't, like, put any effort into yeah. making any money to yeah. provide for the household. That it was all for... It was all based on Emilia and, like, providing for the house, basically. Yeah. I mean, she had the restaurant. She was trying yeah. to run the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So, so she was like, she, yeah. he wasn't getting enough money. She she wasn't making enough money in the kitchen. She needed to do what we needed to be done in order to keep the house, mm -hmm. even if that meant like jeopardizing her marriage in the, in, in a way. Yeah, she's like, I need to do whatever, yeah, whatever whenever it takes. needs to be done. Yeah, Jose was very persistent and appeared, like you said, not to care if they got caught. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to be with her, and he just wanted to see her more often. Mm -hmm. Emilia was getting frustrated at this point. Yeah. But felt like she had no way out. Okay. It appears that Jose would threaten her. Like, cuando llegaba a decirle, hey, I want to be with you. Ella le decía, no, estoy cansada, estoy trabajando, or like, ahorita no. Él como que le decía, um, well, the payment's coming up. Like, yeah. ya llegó el cobro del mes. Um, so do you have the like money? Yeah, kind of hanging that, like, all above her head. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just for, in order for Emilia to agree to continue sleeping with him. Yeah. Apparently, Jose informed his brother. Okay. That he and Emilia were having sex. Wow. His brother Francisco le dijo lo yeah. que estaba pasando. pasando. Emilia estaba harta. Y ya no podía aguantar a Jose. Yeah. Like, it was getting to a point where it was, like, it, it's too much. Y, pues, su marido no hacía mucho para, para ayudar. Yeah. Entonces, el día 23 de marzo, 
Jose comes to Emilia and tells her, hey, you know, let's let's go. And she's like, um, no, like, I don't want to, whatever. And because he's all like, a veces Emilia le mentía. Oh, hoy no puedo porque mi marido está aquí. Me siento mal. Oh, I have to do this. She kept trying to push the days, yeah. like, in order not to be with him. And he, Jose, was to a point where he's like, no, taking too long. Like, what's You're going put on? out, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, entonces, que el 23 ese día, él vino y le dijo, y le dijo que si ella no seguía, que entonces ella le iba a decir a su esposo la verdad. I mean, oh. él iba a decir a Felipe la verdad. Oh, wow. Like, me and your wife are amantes. Yeah. Y que les iba a cobrar todo lo que les debía. Wow. Yeah. He really tried to manipulate her. Well, I mean, yeah. Because, like, at the same time, if you think about it, there's no real price. Like, for her, she could say that she was, like, you know, trying not to get evacuated from the place. But at the same time, it's like, okay, this first time that you have sex with him, there's no actual transaction. There's no payment. You're just sleeping with him in order to, you know, push on further the payment. You're not, like, fully paying the house by having sex with him. Like, he's gonna... There's gonna come a point where yeah. something's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. Where you're either gonna get caught, where, like, he's gonna tell your husband, or your husband's gonna, you know, find out, or something. Um, and eventually it's gonna bite you in the ass when... Mm-hmm. When you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, he can easily just be, like, the next day be like, you know what? We're done here. Pay up. Mm-hmm. He could just say that. Yeah. It doesn't matter all the time she slept with him. That's no form of payment. That's no form of payment. Yeah. Yeah. And he, she can't go to the cops and be like, oh, I was exactly you know, sleeping with him in order to pay my house. No. Yeah. No le van a creer. Exactly. Not like, especially like they're going to be like, oh, well, that's prostitution. You go to jail. Yeah. True. Yeah. And this was back in the 70s. Yeah. So even worse. La madrugada del día 24 de marzo, cuando estaban ya dormidos, Emilia le había dicho a José que she was going to go to the room, but she didn't show up. So José se desespera and goes to her window y le pega en la ventana. Yeah. She wakes up y el husband también se levanta, like, what's that noise? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, go to sleep and I'll, I'll check it. Emilia dijo que el asesinato no fue planeado. Okay. She said that esa noche que escuchó el ruido, se levanta, se empieza a cambiar y agarró una soga, una cuerda. Se va al cuarto de José y cuando José, you know, he's all, obviously all excited, like, yeah, she's here. Um, cuando él no se da cuenta, ella agarra la soga, la cuerda, y lo ahorca. Se lo pone en el cuello y lo, la ahorca. Wow. Until the point where he just dies. Where he died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ella escondió el cuerpo de José debajo de, de la cama de él. Y lo dejó ahí mientras pensaba qué hacer con el cuerpo. Yeah. Se dice que Emilia esperó hasta que su marido y sus hijas no estaban en la casa para deshacerse del cuerpo. Francisco, el hermano de José, pasaba a la casa y preguntaba por su hermano because it said that um, days before he was supposed to meet, him and Jose were supposed to meet to talk y que Jose obviously he never showed yeah. up. And he's all like, well, where is he? I'm looking for my brother. 
And Emilia le decía, oh, se fue a un trabajo y nunca no ha regresado. regresado. Oh, wow. So for the brother, that was odd. Yeah, yeah, it was odd. It was weird. Entonces se fue a la comisaría y puso una, una denuncia for a missing person. Yeah. Recuerden, Emilia trabajaba en un frigorífico donde yeah. cortan reses. Yeah. Ella sabía cortar carnes y sabía cocinar. Oh, So shit. this is where things get graphic. Yeah. Entonces, decidió cortar el cuerpo de José en pedazos. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that's not it. Oh, no. Ella cocinó, Emilia cocinó, I know, partes del cuerpo de José. Oh, my God. Remember, she worked with meats. Yeah. And she, she was a good cook. Yeah. So, she knew how she's to all mix. like... I'm oh. good at these two things. Why not combine, combine them. them and do the best she do can. this to this person? Yeah. I know. I know, guys. Probably after this, you guys are probably not going to be able to eat empanadas. Oh, no. I know. It's just. Yeah, no. I no. know. Ella, you know, um, cocinó partes del cuerpo de José en una forma where. It wasn't obvious for people yeah. to tell the difference yeah. in what they were eating. Holy shit. Yeah. She, I'm imagining she put spices and mixed oh, things yeah. so that people wouldn't notice that it was human, human meat instead of actual de una, de una vaca. Yeah. Ella hizo empanadas árabes y guisos y se las vendió a sus clientes. Oh, my God. She started advertising these empanadas and the guisos very cheap in order for them to, to sell. sell. Yeah. Oh, wow. People bought this and ate it, and they did not tell the difference. They could not tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just... Wow. Yeah. Like, las vendí un precio barato y para asegurar que, you know, like... It gets, cool. Yeah, it gets old and no one's ever going to catch me. Yeah. Pero ella tuvo cuidado que su familia no comiera. La carne. De la carne. Yeah, she uh -huh. would be very, very careful in what they ate so that they never came across Jose. Yeah. El 28 de marzo, Emilia actually left um, el torso de Jose lo puso en un canasto de madera. You know, they put the fruits, like, yeah, yeah, where yeah, the fruit yeah. comes in. So she put the torso, the torso in there. Oh, wow. Okay. Y lo abandonó en la calle, en frente de su restaurante. Oh, no. Thank God she did. Like, she left it there. Yeah. Um, unos dicen que el camión de basura no pasó. Y so otros like... dicen que, otros medios dicen que el camión de basura no se quiso llevar el canasto por su peso. Oh. So it stayed there. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it started to smell even worse. Started like, smelling. She, she murdered him on the 23rd. On the 24th. 24th. La madrugada 24. And, and this then, was the 28th already. So it's already been four days of decomposition. And then since he didn't take it, it's, probably it's going to start smelling bad. It started smelling like it was in the street. It started mm -hmm. smelling bad. People started, obviously, they could smell like el olor estaba fuerte. Y empezaron a ver que era el canasto. Y que el canasto estaba lleno de sangre. So that's when they call the police. Yeah. Llega la policía, abre el canasto y ven que es el torso de, de un hombre. Yeah. 
everyone's freaked out. I'm like, shit, imagine you open something as like a a body part. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's. Wow. Yeah. I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Se dice que a este punto la policía recordó que hace unos días un hombre había puesto una denuncia. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Francisco put the denuncia yeah. that his brother was missing. And that this person lived in the house where, where this canasto was found. Like, oh. she put the canasto in front of her restaurant. I'm telling you, murderers sometimes... I mean, if she says that it wasn't planned, I'm pretty sure it's her... His, Removal of the body wasn't planned either properly, so she didn't know what to do with she it. She didn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Al checar la casa de, de Emilia, they actually, you know, the police is in there. They find this weird shaped bulto ahí, like surrounded by like envolvido in like a newspaper. Okay. So they open it y encuentran la cabeza de Jose. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Estaba. La, la cabeza al parecer como que Emilia la quiso hervir. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just. Yeah. I know we're doing a podcast on true crime. We expect these stories. Yeah. But. Sometimes it's just the details like, is just like. I know. How? And getting in the mindset of a person like. Yeah. How? Like. Like. It's 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 crazy. It's scary. Yeah. How somebody can do that? It's it's in- a human being. Yeah. No matter what whatever Jose did. did, he wasn't doing he was he, he was, wasn't doing the right shit yeah. either. He wasn't. But I mean, there could have been other ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can also tell the amount of hatred she had for that man. Based on the exactly. way she discomposed the way she his did body. Uh huh. So, for her to keep that face, well, his, his, his skull head. or yeah. head, whatever, and boil it, I mean, the only thing that you can think of as like the most painful way to die would be by being, you know, set on fire, boiled, or whatever. But I mean, just the thought of it. Exactly. The, it's just. <laughs> It's it's insane. I know. Like I read this, I watched like these episodes over and over just to make sure I gave you guys all the information. I got to the point where I was just like, "Is this even real?" I can't. Like, yeah. this actually happened. Yeah, it's you just need to take pauses. And me just like reading it right now, I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> you're like here comes a tough part." It, it's yeah. it's a lot. It but Arvid, I mean, she larco. Then she. Mutilated him. His body. Yeah. Hierve la cabeza. Lo corta pedazos para darle de comer a la gente, a sus yeah. clientes. Like, and then she leaves the torso on the street. Like, that, that's so That's much. literally, that's a lot to, like, kind of unpack. It is. Like, because it's, it, it's not like a one-done deal kind of thing. It's like, it's almost like over like a week of her trying to figure out what to do with this thing. And, yeah. and I get it, you know, you're, you're angry, you're upset that this man was, you know, using you basically, mm-hmm. but it's, it's brutal. It's very brutal. That's when the beginning where I'm like, give, like, it's vicious, brutal, sickening. I'm like, there's so many words for this case. Like, yeah. she did so much with his body. Yeah. And de ahí vieron partes del cuerpo de José en el horno. 
So she was still cooking him. She was still cooking him. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This doesn't sound real, right? No. Like it, it sounds it, like I'm describing a movie. Yeah. It, you're, it sounds like you're describing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what it like. That sounds like. Which I mean, yeah. yeah you know, he's the butcher or whatever. But yeah. still, like, it literally sounds like that way. It sounds like you're describing scenes of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where these things are just like either. Or even the Ed Gein case where he's like, you know, making stuff out of people's skin. Like, it's it's yeah. so imaginable that people can do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But it's That you just life. think it's fake. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, because like for us, like, there's no way we would think of doing these things. Mm-hmm. But some people just go ahead and, and, and cause these Commit these there. crimes. Like, yeah. And people couldn't believe that it was her. Of course. Because at this point, Emilia was, like, maybe, like, um, 50 from, like, 60. She was, like, 60. And she looked... I mean, you guys will look at the pictures. It's She just looked like... You look at her, you wouldn't think that she would be able to do this. Yeah. It's, it's like, something that's so unimaginable for her to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emilia fue detenida y le dieron 16 años de prisión. What? Yeah, they gave her six. Well, wait. They oh. gave her 16 years, pero otro abogado toma el caso uh-huh. y le logró bajar su sentencia a 10 años. Wow. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. So this is, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. This is just nuts. 10 years for doing All of this to a person. For strangling a person, mutilating the body, contaminating food with the body. fed people. Like, human meat. Exactly. Like, how? How does that sit well for you? But wait, there's more. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) This happened in 1973. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That means if she got 10 years, she should have been out in 1983. Yes. She came out of jail and on 1979. What? Después de servir seis años de cárcel. For, like, good conduct? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. Wow. That just shows the justice system really, really knows how to choose them. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Six years. I mean, I get it. He was an asshole. All these things. But imagine if it was just a random person, you know? Just a random person getting treated that way. Like where they mutilate the body, fed it to people. It's not right. And It's and I, not right. Mm. Like, I just can't imagine the people, her clients who went in there like oh empanadas cheap you know like yeah we love doña emilia like we've known her for a while she makes good food and then there's a sale yeah. let me go buy it and then it's like and you're eating a person yeah no i cannot imagine what these people felt when they found out no i know bet they never touch an empanada in their life again i know they're like oh no <laughs> we're not we're cooking at home from now on yeah. Oh no. That's just. That's Sorry, terrifying. listeners. If you guys like empanadas, I hope this doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Traumatize you, but it's just. It's true crime. 
stuff like this is like so unimaginable and it somehow happens oh it's happened plenty of times after this it's yeah like the cannibalism and everything Mm -hmm. i get it but to feed like there's one point where you eat it for personal like consumption and then like having no remorse to feed it to other people Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the fucked up part about it where it's like Okay, you know, some of these cannibalists want to know what it feels like or want to know how to taste like or whatever. But she had no remorse to like feed it to feed it other to customers. People. Yeah. Yeah. She was aware that she wasn't going to get it for herself or for for her family, but she was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to give it to other people." It's like that's wrong. And I think what's crazy también is if she wouldn't have left the torso, like yeah. the torso in the street. Yeah. She probably could have gotten away with this. Oh, yeah. Because she could have just kept, like, feeding people. Yeah. And they wouldn't have, like... Yeah. Yeah. No se hubieran dado cuenta. So... Maybe con la denuncia del hermano, they probably would have started asking questions. But maybe yeah. by then, she would have probably just gotten rid of everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that would have happened. If it wasn't for that torso, she would have gone longer mm-hmm. without getting caught. Oh, yeah. She would have figured a way to just, like... You can, like, you know, take part of that other rest of the stuff. I seriously think she she would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that torso. Yeah. And then she gets six years. Six years. In prison. Six years. So, um. People get, like, life for selling marijuana, like, in the fucking 90s. And, like, this woman got six, six years just for good behavior, good conduct. Isn't that crazy? That's like insane. people have been exactly people have been in jail longer because they had like a misdemeanor or three strikes. But like a gram of marijuana back then, like yeah. you got like here's these 20, 30 years, and now this woman who <laughs> killed someone gets six years. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, yeah. It's mind blowing. It is. En un segmento de todo noticias, se dice que al salir de la cárcel. Emilia pasó por su restaurante. So if that wasn't enough, right? Like she goes oh, no. back to the yeah. to the site. Y que alguien, supposedly, alguien le preguntó que cómo estaba. Y ella volteó y le dijo, ¿y a usted qué le importa? Oh, wow, sassy. Give him attitude. Like, what do you yeah. care? <laughs> Shit. Um, de ahí ya nadie supo de Emilia y de su familia. Okay, so they she probably like, what, like moved somewhere else, changed probably. her name and everything. Yeah. Wow. Ahora el restaurante Yamil es un lava-autos. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a horror house. I can't imagine of it. Like, it it's, it, it's such... It's creepy. It is. And, like, they say que she didn't have any remorse. And uh, she was kind of like, if I had to do it again, like... I'd do it. I would. Oh, wow. There was no... She just got so sick of this man. That it got to that point. It's insane. I seriously, I com- I'm, I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot of how this case ended. I didn't know if it was the owner of the property or if it was her husband she killed. But still, it's mind-boggling how, first of all, she didn't really like her husband. Second of all, she just wanted a family. Yeah. And it, it's almost placing her in this selfish way that she just she was out just to get what she wanted and it didn't matter what happened like she was just gonna get whatever she mm-hmm. needed to get so 
it's it's interesting to see that perspective of like she didn't like her husband she was fooling around with married men she was sleeping around with her basically her landlord yeah and like fed people human meat and it's like she just didn't care because it was her way or the highway basically and she just did what she wanted to do yeah it's 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 interesting and you guys can watch this episode like i said at the beginning in la series de mujeres asesinas there's different versions of it the argentina one colombia the one from mexico you can watch them on youtube yeah you can oh yeah everything's in there on youtube you guys can watch them it's very different obviously when i'm telling you the story and then when you see the actors like portraying it yeah it's it's a lot yeah it's a damn good series though (laughs) i i that's like still like out of like mexican cinema or like films or whatever i think that was the most amazing thing i've seen mexico do in a while it's like recreating these like stories even though it's like passed around throughout the world where it's like they all have their own kind of version version of it yeah um, I think Mexico did a really good job with this, and um, it's truly haunting. So it's haunting. It yeah. is, and this is where you know, I start when I first watched this. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, this is it's a lot. Yeah, you, you, you I remember watching it as like uh, when it came out, like in two thousand seven, right or so. All right, I yeah, two thousand five, two thousand seven, one of those. Yeah, I remember watching it on TV with my mom and. It was kind of like a bonding moment where I watched this, but it was it was really interesting to see. Kind of weird bonding moment with your mom watching Drew kind of I'm kidding. Bonding, kidding, kidding. But it was definitely one of those series that it just put in perspective of like some of the cases were really sad when yeah. it's like they, it was just a fury, and then there's other ones where it's like they had no like they didn't have no regrets. And mm-hmm. it, it just sh- showed a different perspective of women. And yeah. not so much the victim part, but also, like, the revengeful type. What a woman is capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. when she's enraged. and um, Especially because I remember, like, not to interrupt you, no, but, no, like, no, no. Uh, weeks, like, I remember what episode you were saying that, maybe probably one of our first ones, where people didn't really think that women... Yeah, were capable of committing oh, yes. these crimes. Like for so for them to be murderers, they were like, women can't do this. It always yeah. has to be a man. Yeah, it, I remember it was. I think it was a Juana Barraza one where we were like, yeah, where it was we were like, that she one. was she. They they thought it was a man because a woman weren't capable. Yes, of it was that one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, where they were like, una mujer no puede hacer esto, so es tiene que ser un hombre. And yeah. when you watch these series, it's like, yeah, wow. It's and if you ever. Like, kind of reflect back to, like, even in the U.S., when you look up true crime cases that women make, the majority are, are men. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know, a lot of, I feel, I feel like a lot of women, either their cases go unsolved or they just get pushed under the rug because men think that women can't go to these extents. When they could probably do that and worse, um, I feel like gender. When it comes to true crime, gender isn't really um, kind of placed in that bubble where it's like only men can do it. Like there's 
a hundred different types of murders that could happen. Like last week, the guy was um, a serial killer that was murdering gay men. And, you know, they weren't being solved because the police didn't care about gay men being murdered in the city. So it's, it's interesting. It is. And I mean, for her, just imagine how strong she was in order to get a, to agarrar a Jose. Yeah. Y to, you know, para ahorcarlo. Yeah. To strangle him. Like, she was... She was strong. She was strong. I mean, she worked with... Meats and stuff. Meats, and she had to carry, you know, and so... She was a strong person. Like, she was. Physically. Yeah. And even, like, to butcher that, like, body and everything, she had to have a lot of strength. Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't put that image in your head, but yeah, she had to be really strong. Yeah. And this case happened... By the time this episode comes out, um, we put our episodes up on Wednesdays. So this episode will go up on the 24th. Yeah. This case actually happened on the 24th. On the 24th. Oh, like this case will be going up the 23rd. Yes. So this case happened <laughs> on March 24th. Yes. So it would be exactly 49 years wow. that this happened. She must be dead right now, right? Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, yeah. I've seen people. I mean, I've heard of people living a hundred plus years, but yeah. But yeah, wow, forty nine years ago. Forty nine. That's insane. that's not that long ago. I feel like whenever we talk about the seventies or the eighties, we're like, oh, it's a long time ago. But you think about it, you're like, it's, it's not, not that long ago. It's not that long ago. I mean, sorry, Generation Z, but we're not living in like the nineties weren't like decades ago. It's like literally around the corner. So that makes me feel. That old. reminds me when you're when they're like, oh, that's old music. Yeah. Excuse me, like that's it's what like I was listening to when Spears I was like first album. twelve. Like, no, <laughs> that's not old. <laughs> exactly, I get it. But, yeah. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. When you whenever you put yourself in that perspective historically, you're like. That wasn't a long that, time ago. Nope. And for this person to get six years. Yeah. And just be walking around doing her own thing after. Yeah. Yeah. So this was, este era el caso de Emilia Basil, la cocinera descuartizadora. That was, that was a good case. That was a really good case. I, I know that it, it's just one of those cases that you don't really know what to say because from beginning to end, it all kind of flows into like, one astonishing thing after another after another and yeah Yeah. it's 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 very like mind-blowing it is and you know give us your thoughts guys we want to hear what you guys have to say about this definitely this case and if you guys did watch this case um did watch the the series and back then when it came out let us know what you thought then and how you think about it now how you see it exactly We, we like to know what yeah? What's your thoughts on this case? And if you really, you know, uh, enjoyed watching the case uh, in, um, I guess, the visual form in Mujeres Asesinas. Um, so let us know if you've watched it before. Has your perspective changed uh, within the last couple of years now of like re-examining the case? Um, if you have any thoughts on it and would like to share it with us, that would be amazing. Um, also, we'll we'll have um, polls and. Uh, little ass box on spotify and on our anchor fm account where you could you know submit your questions or answers and um and the poll or whatever but um yeah we were we would be really excited to hear from you um we like listening to your opinions or watching them or reading them it uh 
it gives us um, a little bit of more energy to go on because, you know, we have a communication with you guys and it, 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 uh, it really motivates us to do more of these cases. Um, and a quick shout out to Wendy and Adi for uh, leaving us little comments on our Anchor FM slash Spotify um, polls and questions. Yeah, one uh, of the really, episodes. Yeah. yeah, we really appreciate it. We um, pin posted them to the episode so people can see your replies if they go in there. Um, and yeah, if you want a shout out also, we're more than open to do that. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, it was definitely interesting and, uh, let us know what you guys think. Hopefully I didn't traumatize you guys. Yeah, I know. And if, uh, you're listening to this in the morning, we're sorry for ruining your breakfast. <laughs> it's just, I'm still, also, I'm still trying to process this. Yeah. And I was like, and you're going like, and I was this case so many times. Yeah. Also, Emmanuel, if you're listening to this, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. It's just, it's, it's a lot. I know. He always complains when we do these kind of like cannibalistic cases. I think I should have said it since the beginning. Yeah. Like if you guys are eating. Stop. Please. Or listen or to mindful. it after. Yes. Because yeah. I should probably give a warning whenever yeah. we do cases like this yeah, one. Exactly. It can get messy. Yeah. So, sorry, guys. Literally. No, I'm just but kidding. But unfortunately, <laughs> this is the world that we live in, and this yeah. is what's happening out there. Exactly. So, be mindful. Uh, be safe. Um, and, yeah, if you want to talk to us on our socials, you can find us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as at SVSM underscore podcast. Or you can find us on Facebook as Sofia Marcado Podcast. And, yeah. Do you have anything to say? Also, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. That would really help us out, too. Definitely. Um, We would appreciate it very much. Um, But, yeah, uh, stay safe. Thanks for listening. And, yeah, stay safe. Stay spooky. We love you all. Thank you for the support. Bye. Bye.